Welcome to the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast with your host, Jim Robinson. Hello, and welcome back to the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Robinson. So pollination is well underway, and with that, we'll soon be judging each of our different hybrids by ear size. This is a great time for us to talk about uh, yield response by population in corn, because that's going to have a huge determining factor in what our actual ear sizes look like. It's also worth knowing in this, how do different hybrids respond to population and how can you best use this information to maximize your return on investment? So I recommend a lot of different hybrids to a lot of different people. And one of the most common questions I get about a hybrid is, does this hybrid flex? Now, we don't explicitly designate products as flex or fixed in our seed guide because it can often be misleading about how best to manage that specific hybrid. What we do do instead is we rate our hybrids uh, for yield response by population. Now, what you may ask is, is how do we do that? What does that look like? And what I'd say is that basically we take data, a data set wherein we look at each different hybrid in a given yield environment at various populations where we increase the population above a normal population for that yield environment and bring the population well below that level for that same yield environment. See how that hybrid does compared to itself at the normal population for the yield environment. So typically then we would take a look at that and say, okay, let's define that normal population for yield environment. And in order to do so, what we do is we look at what is the yield environment so that may be you have a field that may be looking at 180 bushels per acre, 100 bushels per acre, or 260 bushels per acre, and saying, okay, here's this yield environment. Now, what is the commodity price and what is the price of seed? And if we look at all of those things together, as well as the yield responses, then can we set an optimum seeding rate for a normal uh, yield environment? Now, for 180 bushels per acre, we may be looking at something like 29,500 kernels per acre. For 260 bushels per acre, it may be something like 36,000 plants per acre, and then getting down to 100 bushels per acre at about 16,000 plants per acre. So as we do our ratings, we then say, okay, what is 10 to 15% above that uh, for above and below normal? So that'd be about two to 3,000 plants per acre. And then well above and well below, we'd be looking at changing our populations by four to 6,000 plants per acre. Now, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but why do we use this rating rather than designating a hybrid as flex or fixed? Well, it's mostly because a, flex, a hybrid that may be designated as flex gives the initial impression that you should back off on population for a given yield environment in order to best maximize your return on investment. When in some cases, that may not actually be true. You may actually get a better return on your investment by increasing the population of a hybrid that may be designated as flex. So first of all, let's talk just a little bit about how do hybrids respond to population? What makes them fixed or flexed? And what is fixed versus flex? So a lot of this can be initially determined or at least influenced by the different ear types that we see in a field. As you walk through your different fields and you look at the different ears of the different hybrids you have, you may notice a lot of different trends. You may have some hybrids that have more of a tapered ear, so they start thick on the bottom and they get more narrow as you get towards the tip. You may have hybrids that tend to be thick and blocky, so basically a block that's the same width from the base through the tip of the ear. You may have a long and slender ear, or you may have a short and stubby ear. 
And each of these things are basically dictated by the, the size and length of the cob, as well as the kernel size and shape. So together, those would influence what the overall shape of the ear looks like. And that shape of the ear can be a partially determining factor in whether or not a hybrid is fixed or flex. So let's first of all define fixed versus flex. What, the way it's typically defined, and there's a spectrum the whole way in between, there's, semi, there's fixed, semi-fixed, semi-flex, and full flex. And what you would consider as a, flexed, a flex ear is an ear that will t- change its shape at lower populations. And it may do so by adding a, in more rows on the, on the ear itself. So instead of having 14 rows per uh, uh, 14 row ear, you may end up getting a 16 or an 18. Or if you start with 16, you may get 18, 20, 22. We've even seen some 24s out there. Now, Another way an uh, ear can flex is by reducing the amount of empty cob at the end of the, the ear uh, by adding kernels per row. As a third way of flexing, a hybrid may actually create larger kernels, and this would be called kernel flex. And basically what it results in is fewer kernels per bushel. So instead of the typical 90,000 kernels per bushel, you're looking at something more like 85,000, 80,000, 75,000, depending on how large the kernels are to start with. So there's another way that's different than the actual influence of, of the hybrid on its ear itself. A hybrid can actually respond to lower populations as well by, through a phenomenon called prolificacy. So you have hybrids that tend to be non-prolific and hybrids that are prolific. Basically what that means is that prolific hybrids have a tendency to double ear in below normal populations. Now you may ask, based on what I said earlier, how can a, hybrid, a flex hybrid be responsive to above normal populations? Well, you know, in some cases you do get negative flex. You may get an ear that actually gets smaller than you would get at a normal population at higher populations. But you can have a quote-unquote flex hybrid that is able to respond to above normal populations and thus increase your return on investment in that field by maintaining its row count. So at higher populations, it, it doesn't go from 16 rows to 14, but instead it maintains 16, or it could as well as it could maintain the number of kernels per row, as well as its kernel size. Also, as you increase population, there is the tendency for some plants to go barren. At the increased populations, you'll often inc- increase the amount of stress that a hybrid gets, and a particular plant may not be getting as much sunlight through the year, so you may have an increased chance of barrenness on those plants. And the ability to maintain a low tendency of barrenness can allow a flux hybrid to respond to above normal populations in a positive manner. Now, conversely, a quote-unquote fixed hybrid can also be responsive to below normal populations. And it does so, it can do so by having a tendency to be more prolific. So it may double ear, add on a second ear at below normal populations and maintain yield or increase yield, as well as it could add in kernel size and basically add some kernel flex through either kernel depth or, or total kernel size itself. Now, I will say very, very few hybrids, uh, commercial hybrids are truly fixed hybrids. Fixed hybrids are often limited in commercial usefulness because of their inability to compensate for below normal populations, and they do tend to weed themselves out in pre-commercial testing. So to summarize, basically the designation of fixed or flex doesn't necessarily dictate if a hybrid is responsive to population. Some flex hybrids will respond to above normal populations, and most fixed hybrids have a limited ability to 
quote-unquote flex, either through prolificacy or through kernel depth. Now, when we're evaluating ear size this summer and taking a look at these ears and you know really getting impressed by what we're seeing, getting excited about what we're seeing, key in on those factors that may have influenced ear size, whether it's because there's a gap next to the plant, whether it's from a plant didn't grow, tire tracks, whatever it may be, uh, that micro environment will impact how a hybrid responds to that population. And think about how you might utilize that hybrid in the future, whether it's that specific hybrid or another hybrid that you have the ability to look at a yield response by population with and decide on how you might maximize your return on investment through hybrid placement and management strategies uh, with population, either increasing population or decreasing population, depending on what you think commodities are going to do and what your yield environment is. It may not actually always match what the fix or flex designation is for that product, but it's definitely worth taking into consideration. So that's all I have for you today. And remember to tune in on the 1st and 15th of every month for new episodes. And until then, stay field ready. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Rob Seco Field Ready Podcast. Join us next time to be field ready. A Parkville Media Production.